Research is a central component of OHSU's mission and helps drive excellence in education and patient care. OHSU's Research Week is an annual university-wide event that celebrates the broad spectrum of research performed at OHSU across all schools, centers, institutes, and education programs. It's Tuesday, April 24th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. Rachel Dresbeck sat down with student organizers Sammy Friedrich and Eileen Torres to learn more about this year's Research Week. We have Eileen and Sammy here with us. Sammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at OHSU, what you're doing, where you are in your research career? Sure. Uh, I am a third-year grad student in OHSU's Behavioral Neuroscience Program, and I work in the lab of Claudio Mello. We are a bird song lab, so we study the brains of songbirds and try to understand how structures in their brains get set up, both through genetics and circuitry, for them to be able to learn their songs uh, from usually their father. I started as a volunteer for Research Week in my first year and got involved because Another uh, student in our program was running the show that year and just sort of sent out an email for volunteers. And it sounded like something that I was interested in and wanted to volunteer for. I love conferences for any sort of, you know, science, but I had never been at a place that celebrated research, you know, at the university that intensely. Um, We had poster sessions and things like that at my college, but nothing this comprehensive. Um, So I was really excited to get on board with that. Great. Um, Eileen, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role? So I'm a fourth year graduate student, also in the Department of Behavioral Neuroscience, um, and I work with Dr. Jacob Raber on my dissertation, trying to understand how um, a gene, apolipoprotein E, is involved in how people are more susceptible to things like post-traumatic stress disorder, and how this gene that's involved in like cholesterol metabolism might change symptoms seen in cognitive behaviors. So I work with a mouse model, but I also help analyze data for a clinic to look at other populations. So for Research Week, I am actually the student coordinator this year. As Sammy kind of alluded to, uh, this has been something that's been passed down from other behavioral neuroscience students um, a couple years ago. It became an actual position within the graduate student organization, and so it's come down the line to me this year. And as Sammy also mentioned, I think it's just amazing how we can all break out of our research well for just a little bit, see what everyone else is doing, and help celebrate that together and work together to create this wonderful event every year. So do you have to be a behavioral neuroscience student in order to participate (laughs) in research? I'm so glad you asked that. Um, (laughs) We are breaking tradition this year. I am super thrilled that we are represented this year, not just by other programs within School of Medicine, but we also have School of Nursing students, School of Public Health students that are on the volunteer committee um, on the student side of things to help out. Before you became involved in Research Week, what made you think, Eileen, that this would be a great thing to do? I just remember as a first year looking at research week as like a whole thing and attending some of the conferences, some of the oral sessions, the poster session, and looking around and going, oh my gosh, this is happening here? Like, what? Um, And just kind of being that kid in a candy store trying to get as much as they could. Um, So getting the behind the scenes aspect of it and, you know, being able to scroll down, looking at all the different sessions, all the different presenters has been a really rewarding experience. So, Eileen, do you have a favorite part of Research Week? 
I am always a fan of the poster sessions just because like that kid in the candy store, I can just wander around, catch up with people that, you know, I might have met a couple times years ago, um, but will be able to find myself at the same poster going, oh my gosh, that's so weird. You know what, I have a similar experience or can we talk about this more? Um, so I really love the organic feel of the poster sessions and the conversations that come out of it. And what about you, Sammy? Um, I really like the more career building uh, interactive workshops that we do. For me, like going to some of those my first year definitely put me out, outside of my comfort zone. Things like how to get better at communicating science using Twitter and using online resources. These are things that I tend to shy away from. I'm more of a lurker type when it comes to social media. Uh, so it was really fun to, to get to do this in, in a safe and playful atmosphere. Um, and and in, in an instructive manner. You know, you have people that rock at this telling you how to do it, telling you how to set up a web page. Um, so I really like those career building aspects of Research Week. Can both of you tell us a little bit about what career building activities we have on deck for Research Week this year? So there's kind of an unspoken theme this year about science communication, and I think we can all agree that that's incredibly important in today's climate. So, you know, get researchers out of their comfort zone, out of their desk um, spaces, and to really talk with other people that might not have exposure to their science. Two of our sessions are going to be focused on that topic specifically. One of them is a narrative storytelling where it'll be getting scientists and researchers to be a little bit more playful about how they talk about research um, and really out of their comfort zone. Another one is understanding how who your audience is is really important for how you convey information. Yeah, so that's our, our science communication workshop. We're trying to ask researchers at OHSU to imagine how to make their research relevant to a bunch of different audiences and not the, not the audiences you're used to presenting to. And then our, our other science communication workshop, it comes at science through storytelling, uh, which has been a really powerful theme lately, I think just in general, is finding a way to connect both your own science to your experiences, but also make yourself relatable as a scientist to your audience. So I'm really excited about both of those things. Now, um, you guys are both students and really active in the student side of it. Can you tell us a little bit about the broader participation at, uh, at Research Week? Is it just for students or, or who is the entire audience? We really encourage anyone at any stage um, to share their research with what with the um, general audience at OHSU. So that includes not just faculty, not just postdocs or other trainees like students, but the research technicians, the um, staff that you know pour their heart and soul in day in and day out. Um, so I think this is a wonderful opportunity for them to shine. Yeah, and it goes beyond OHSU too. I think we have a fair amount of students presenting from Portland State University and. I, I, th mean, I think we have a seventh grader this year. Right. <laughs> Machine learning. He's doing some legit yeah. research. I'm excited to talk to this kid. So, yeah. So I think it's basically the, the tie-in is you need to have some sort of mentor at, at OHSU to participate. You have to have some sort of formal connection, but it doesn't have to be, um, you don't have to be, you know, have an ID badge, essentially. We're also featuring something that many OHSU faculty might be interested in, and that is a an NIH mock study section. Can you tell us a little bit about the mock study section? Um, so Karen McCracken over at the Oregon Clinical Research Translational Institute um, is moderating that and helped uh, create the session. We've done it in the past. And what it offers um, 
those in the audience is an opportunity to see what actually happens when NIH gets your grant and how do they actually review it. So what are the discussions when people are looking over your specific aims? How do they discuss with each other their concerns? How do they talk about the positives? And how they ultimately make a decision about what sorts of um, grants they really want to fund. As someone that has submitted a couple grants and have like has been through the process of waiting out and you know wondering what are they doing taking so long please let me know. It's really interesting to see and just to get that idea of like oh these are people on the other side of it. Let me remember that as I write my next grant and you know spaces are really helpful for them. Um, the visual appeal of the paper itself is actually important as well as the language that I'm using for the grant. So that's a great opportunity. I hope that not just faculty attend that, but also other trainees that are hoping to submit grants in the future. Great. Sammy, can you tell us a little bit about the, the student choice speaker who's the person who's invited by the graduate student organization every year? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, this year is Dr. Michael Drew. He's from the University of Texas, and he does really neat research into memory mechanisms of hippocampus and how discrete populations of cells become associated with certain places and events. He was chosen by the students. We're, we're all really glad that he agreed to come talk. And then he'll be around for some discussions afterwards. I think we have another important keynote speaker. Eileen, do you want to talk about her? Yes. So this year, um, the Lines for Visible Diversity in Science at OHSU will be also having Dr. Monica Devare present some of her research. So Dr. Devare is a pediatric cancer researcher. Um, she studies cancer biology. The Lines for Visible Diversity in Science, or AVIDS, is really excited to hear from her. It's not only about giving her an opportunity to share her amazing research, but also to give us a little insight on her life path. She is originally from India. She came here uh, as a young adult, I believe, and has kids. And so she took time away from science in order to raise her children and then came back to science. And I think those are the personal stories that are really important for people in training to feeling motivated and realizing that everybody has hardships that they face. Um, so I'm thrilled that she's agreed to be our keynote for this year. And I'm really looking forward to just learning more about her and how she was able to overcome these obstacles. I really like the duality of that event, bringing together that personal, the professional, instead of trying to keep them separate, like we're comfortable doing as scientists. Exactly, <laughs> and I think that's really important for people to realize like these two things are not separate. They run in parallel. Absolutely. Life comes at you at all times, yes. um, and we should face it. You're whole people, so you need to. You can't always separate work from life, and so it's important to learn to do that in your path for sure. So, can you tell us a little bit about the fast pitch event that's going to happen to close out Research Week? This was going to be on Wednesday evening. Yeah, this is a, a change up from the three minute thesis that we've done in years past. It has the same sort of general theme of doing an elevator pitch type uh, talk on the work that you do. But instead of having one slide in three minutes, I think you can have up to six slides. Jackie Wurz is the uh, lovely human that's come up with this and running this. She's actually offering prep sessions. So if you're interested um, but scared or don't know how to approach this kind of format, she has built workshops to help you. Who can participate in that? Everybody. And what's really, really awesome about this is that there are amazing, like, l really legit prizes, monetary prizes. 
a huge component of Research Week is the volunteer spirit. And personally, that's one of the things I love about it is how many people come together to, to make this event happen. And it's really inspiring that people will give up their time, especially the grad students, I, I must say. You guys are awesome. What kind of volunteer opportunities are there, would you say, throughout the week? There are everything from uh, volunteer positions where you work behind the check-in desk. You can help people find name tags, find their sessions. We also really need folks to show up and help us moderate the oral presentation sessions. We're trying to keep these sessions timely, and we need folks to be there to make sure that people stay on time. And I will mention that for anyone that volunteers, whether as one of the positions that Sammy mentioned or as a judge, there are t-shirts that we're offering, which have an amazing student design. Oh, it's fantastic this year. I, yeah. I think it's my favorite one yet. Um, there's so much input from all of the different research branches here at OHSU. So I think this image in particular really stresses how collaborative this place can be. And if you would like a t-shirt, you can sign up to be a volunteer. You can sign up to be a judge. We really need judges. We have lots and lots of people presenting this year, which is fabulous, but it also means that our personnel needs to meet that demand. So we need judges for both the poster session as well as the oral sessions. And that's really important, I think, um, to kind of get at another goal of Research Week is to let people practice their science, practice communication, and get a little bit of feedback in the process so that they actually understand what they can build off for next time. We haven't really talked about the oral sessions yet. Let's talk a little bit about what those are like for people. Oral sessions um, are short talks that are given by our presenters. Uh, they run typically about 10 minutes or so, and then we offer a few minutes for transition as well as for question and answer. One of the things that's really great about those short sessions is that we've tried to group people together that have very broad but you know cohesive research topics so that we really do get a better understanding of the research communities that have been built here at OHSU. They're multidisciplinary by design and by accident, I yes. would say. <laughs> We really like to encourage people to attend these sessions because the presenters, it might, might be the first time they've given this talk or they're getting ready for some other event. Where do we find out information about the events for Research Week? Our volunteer team, as well as the communication staff here at OHSU, have done an amazing job with kind of streamlining the Research Week website, which you can find a link to on this podcast um, website. Or through Google. Or through Google. There you can find information about when the oral sessions are for each day. For the first time ever, we're actually going, also going to be using a new app for um, just managing this conference called Attendify. And on that app, you can see everybody's abstracts, or at least those who have chosen to share that publicly, and see which uh, oral sessions are happening and which speakers are included in each of those sessions. We're also asking all the departments to you know, share and really celebrate who in their program might be presenting on a particular day so that we can really encourage as much community as possible. Tell us a little bit about the, the, the team of committed volunteers from the graduate school. Um, so there are now 11 of us, including Sammy and myself. There are several others within the School of Medicine, and as I mentioned before, also from School of Nursing and School of Public Health. And this year, actually, Sammy and I are the only ones that have ever done this before, right? Yeah, I think it's, yeah. So it's amazing that we've been able to kind of bring out a lot of people who might not have ever done this. All the actual personalities have really gotten to shine in that committee. So I'm so incredibly grateful for getting to work with them this year. 
And it's nice that it, it finally, you know, compared to years past, I feel like it's more reflective of the diversity of people's interests and background schools than it has been, because it, that is the spirit of Research Week. So we've, we've even tried to cultivate that within the, the organizing, the student organizing committee. So Research Week is happening April 30th, May 1st and May 2nd. And actually, we do have an event on May 3rd that I want to discuss, too, which is Clinical Research United, a new initiative for clinical researchers. And uh, that's also on the website. It primarily happens at the Old Library Auditorium. And the poster session this year is going to be, as in the past couple years, is going to be in the actual OHSU library. So you would come to the third floor. It starts at 4 o'clock. And uh, there's a reception and lots of cool research and fun and remarks and that sort of thing. Most of the other events take place throughout the week in the OHSU auditorium. I would just really encourage anyone that maybe hasn't taken advantage of the Research Week opportunities or is here for the first time um, and just hearing about it now, take a look at the schedule, check out the website, you know, earmark on your calendar a couple of things that you want to go to and just see what's out there. I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, try something new. Sammy and Eileen, thank you so much for joining us today and uh, helping spread the word about Research Week. And thank you also for all your hard work. And I'm so glad that you could be here and share the joy. (laughs) Our pleasure. Thank you, Rachel. Yeah. Thanks for having us. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced by Casey Williamson and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. See you next week.